There's a professor at Mundelein Seminary where I went who has been there literally since the 1940s. Um, he went to a retirement home during my time in seminary, but he was there almost the entire time. And uh, besides a few years in the parish, when he was ordained in 1945, uh, he returned very quickly to seminary ministry and had been there since the 40s. And uh, so he'd seen a lot of change in era and had taught many, many seminarians. But uh, he was very theologically minded for that reason. He'd just been a professor for so long. I remember there was one lunchtime where uh, it was this day, August 27th, the Feast of St. Monica. And someone had mentioned that it was Monica's feast day and she's such a great saint. And, um, you know, her prayers for her son, Augustine, made him from a sinner into a saint. And he had kind of this nasally voice and he said, Oh, yes, St. Monica, the most powerful being in the universe. <laughs> We're like, what? And what he was referring to was the old collect before the 2013 translation um, said that uh, it's still this way in the breviary. Oh God, the tears of St. Monica moved you to convert St. Augustine. Which is not a great translation because, of course, God is immovable. He's infinite. <laughs> Nothing can change him. St. Monica, certainly her prayers uh, were heard, but God's will is always that we cooperate with that grace, and our prayers are really not to change him, but to change ourselves. Those prayers are effective, but they're in the mystery of God's immovable and immutable will. Um, but nevertheless, those prayers uh, are important. However that works, um, we need to pray, especially for ourselves and for the church and for the world, especially in this time of great need. I was uh, reading on the internet a, uh, a bulletin someone shared with me from a parish in Massachusetts in the Archdiocese of Boston where an auxiliary bishop had put into uh, the bulletin an, an announcement that he would be doing a 24-hour period of public penance, prayer and penance, in um, a church in their vicariate, where for the sins of bishops and priests, especially in these revelations in these last couple weeks and the confusing and disturbing news that we're, we're hearing all the time and new revelations, new accusations, uh, he said that uh, he would be, as a bishop, in the presence he would expose the Blessed Sacrament at 9 a.m. and be there in prayer and fasting, not eating or drinking, just praying, himself in public and all were welcome until the following day at 9 a.m. when he would celebrate a massive reparation for the sins of priests and bishops. And I said to myself, thank God. That's what a bishop does. That's what priests are supposed to do, is pray and be an example and ask the faithful to pray. A person like St. Monica is a great example to us of what the power of prayer can do. And this new translation of the, uh, of the collect today um, let us bitterly regret our sins. That's what we're asking for God today through the intercession of St. Monica and all the saints and the angels and all the holy beasts and priests and bishops and, and religious and brothers and sisters in the Lord that have gone before us that are now in heaven interceding for the church on earth, um, that we would really experience that fear of the Lord that is salutary, that leads us to repentance and to reformation and to amendment of life.